Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I'm excited because I'm going to share with you the guiding principles I use in selling. I'm going to call this sales philosophy. The guiding principles that I use, and hopefully you'll be able to use, or at least integrate, about selling. Now, I've broken down into seven. I just almost like, you know, like the seven habits of highly effective people. This could be called the seven habits of highly effective salespeople. And it's really about mindset. You know the deal. Most of selling is really your mindset, how you think, how you view the world. Now, the first one I want to start out with is if you're anxious about sales, if you're a little anxious or have some anxiety about your sales, that means your pipeline is broken. Simply put, if you're anxious about sales, your pipeline is broken. What does that mean? Look, if you had enough deals coming in, if you had enough deals in your pipeline that could potentially be you know, won, then if you lost one, you wouldn't care. Think about that. You know, it's almost like, you know, for the fellas out there or for the ladies as well, if you have 10 people wanting to date you, if one person says no, then you're like, next, move on to the next, right? It's that easy. So keep that in mind that if you're anxious about your sales, that means your pipeline is broken, which means you need to find ways to get more prospects in your pipeline. By the way, that's a great segue to remind you that I have something called the Predictable Prospecting System in the Sales Mastery Academy on my site. Check it out. Also, number two, so number one is if you're anxious about sales, your pipeline is broken. Number two, you've heard me say this many times if you follow me, amateurs compete, professionals create. See, I don't believe in competition. Everybody else wants to believe competition, fine. I believe in creation. In other words, if I have a competitor that's out there and I know I'm competing against them, great. But I know that deep down inside, I don't need to compete against them because everything I do, they'll try to match. What I need to do is be more creative in how I approach the market. What I need to do is be more creative in how I gather attention. In other words, grab a customer's attention. I need to be more creative with my social media marketing, whatever it may be. Don't focus on your competitor. Focus on being more creative. Amateurs compete, professionals create. Third, if they came for price, they'll leave on price. Let me say it again because I know you've heard this one. If somebody buys from you on price, that means they'll leave on price. That means there is no loyalty. So in other words, discounting your product or pricing it out real low really makes no sense because again, if they came on price, as soon as somebody offers them a better price, they're gonna take off. What you want is longevity. You want loyalty. You want retention. You want people who wanna buy your product or service because of the quality that you provide. So keep that in mind. To that, I would add number four, discounting isn't selling, it's gifting. Let me say it again. Discounting isn't selling. It's gifting. If you have to discount to close a deal, then you're gifting. And who are you? what are you gifting? You're gifting your company's margins away or your own company if you own it. In other words, every time you discount, it's costing you money. One, one review of numbers showed that if you do a 10% discount on products that have a 35% margin, you pretty much have to double your sales just to make up for that. In other words, the more you discount, the more it impacts the company's margins. The more it means the more you have to sell or the company has to sell. So keep in mind that if you're discounting, you aren't selling, you're giving it away, you're gifting it. Number four, keep in mind, you're in the marketing business first. No matter what business you're in, you're in the marketing business first. If nobody knows who you are, 
nobody knows about your product or service, then guess what? It's never gonna happen, people aren't gonna find you. So it doesn't matter if you have the best in the world, if nobody knows you exist, it doesn't matter. Next, always propose and always propose three options. What do I mean by that? One study showed that more than 70% of salespeople who meet with a potential customer never get around to proposing a price. In other words, formally saying, here's what it's gonna cost, here's what I'm offering. Think about that. More than 70% of people don't put a price in front of the customer and they walk out of the door, hoping the customer will call them back and do a follow-up. So look, you need to put price in front of a customer. I also believe that when you put price in front of a customer, you have three options, the good, better, best, right? Give them the three options, give them a range. If you're just putting down one price, I think you're shooting yourself in the foot. Give them a range based on the options you offer, but always make it three options, no more, no less. Last, position your value, not your price. What do I mean by that? Look. If you can find a way to not discount your product, you're obviously gonna be ahead of the game because your company will make more money and you have to sell less. But too often, as I mentioned already, we believe that discounting is a way of selling, which it is not. Again, are there moments, are there times, are there situations where you'll have to discount to get the deal because the deal is that big enough? Maybe the lifetime value of the deal is that big that it's worth discounting? Great, there are always exceptions to the rule. I've discounted in the past because I knew the deal was worth it. But as soon as I smell somebody who all they want is price, you know what I'm talking about, right? You ever have those buyers that you can just smell it on them, right? All they want is a better price, a better price. And no matter what you do, they're never satisfied. In fact, when you give them a discount this year, when they come back next year, they'll want another discount. And these are the type of customers that in the long run wind up costing you more money because they hang around, they're more demanding, they suck your resources. And again, those are not the type of customers we want. So let us learn to position our value, not our price. How do you do that and why should you do that? Well, one, you do that by quantifying. If you can't quantify your value, you'll always have a hard time selling, especially in the B2B space. Let me go through this slowly because this is to me is the most important one. By quantifying, I mean, how can my product help you increase your revenue? And I can quantify those numbers. I can actually have a number, a real number, an empirical dollar sign number. How can I help you reduce your cost with my product or service? If I can have a number, that'd be great. The toughest one to uh, justify or quantify is really expanding market share. But again, I believe that it's easy to quantify reducing costs, how your product or service can help them reduce costs, and you can also find ways to quantify how to help them increase their revenue. So the more you can quantify, here's the phrase, the more they can justify. Let me say it one more time. The more they can quantify, the more they can justify. So if you can help them quantify what they're gonna get, by buying your product or service. In other words, how much money am I gonna save? How much more money am I gonna make? What's my break-even point? What's my return on investment? What's my total cost of ownership? All this, how can I actually quantify this for my customer? How can I give them the numbers? Now, in my Sales Mastery Academy, I have a program called Value-Centric Selling, which focuses just on that. It focuses on basically quantifying how your product or service can impact the client's business because that's what customers want. Show me how this works, quantify it for me, and then I can justify it 
to my bosses or higher ups, whoever the decision maker is. So that's it. Seven guiding principles in selling. Let's go through them again. If you're anxious about sales, your pipeline is broken, which means you need to get better at prospecting. Two, amateurs compete, professionals create. Be creative, come up with new ways to sell, new ways to reach your customer, new ways to grab their attention. Remember, if they came on price, they'll leave on price. And again, bottom feeders, people who always want low price, are always the people who will basically suck your resources dry because they want every bit of it. Also, discounting isn't selling, it's gifting. When you discount, you're basically giving away margins. And again, because you're giving away margins, you're impacting your company negatively, but you put yourself in a situation that every time you discount, if you have a quota to hit, a number, you have to sell more. Also, you're in the marketing business first. No matter what product or service you sell, if you don't know how to market, then you're always gonna struggle finding new business. Next, always propose and always propose three options. Never walk out of there without giving them pricing, especially three options. Lastly, position your value, not your price. That's what a true professional does. Help them quantify so they can justify their number. Now, do this and you'll be part of the sales philosophy world. Again, these are the guiding principles in selling, not hard to implement. That's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. As always, don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. I'm trying to keep up with all the comments and feedback you're giving me. If I haven't responded, I apologize. I'm doing my best. Also, check out my sales training website salesmasteryacademy.us or just go to victorantonio.com the new learning management platform again every month I'm adding new courses we have 23 courses on there you're going to go through the courses you're going to take quizzes exams tests and you'll be able to track your progress and again if you're serious about selling if you're serious about becoming a true sales professional this is the platform for you lastly I want to thank you for listening this is Victor Antonio always reminding you Let's wait for the drop. Selling ain't hard when you know how. <laughs> Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes, but the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.